You're listening to a Malu Entertainment original podcast. Hey everyone, and on today's show, we chat to the wonderful Amanda Marks. They are a gender-fluid spoken word artist and performer, and overall beautiful spirit. So why not join us right now? Hey Amanda, welcome to the show. I'm so stoked to have you. I know we're having internet problems at the moment, so we're trying to do this as best as we can. Hi Mel, nice to be talking with you. I wanted you on the show because I thought you're such an amazing individual and there's so much to you that I think it's worthy of a story to tell. So I'm so glad you could be here. I guess what I want to start with is how would you describe Amanda Marks? Briefly, um, Indifluent. So I'm happy to present mostly femininely, but um, sometimes a little more masculinely. Um, Depends whether I've got um, my wig on or not, to be honest, because um, the... um, the more masculine me is um, rapidly losing hair. <laughs> um, so I just weave a path through those two gender personas, really. When you wake up in the morning, you kind of feel whatever's in your heart is who you are. And if that's more masculine, so be it. And if that's more feminine, then yeah. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Um, as a part of me feels that I'm being a bit greedy, I'm sort of wanting it all, but um, it's not quite as sort of um, black and white as that, because as you've rightly said, it just depends how I feel that day. And um, sometimes what I'm up to. So um, for example, tonight I'm doing a spoken word, um, short poetry thing um, in Clinton. And um, I'll be very much Miss Amanda because it sort of suits the the poem. So, um, yeah, it depends on the situation to some extent and how much energy I've got. You're so good at spoken word. And I know that's how we first met. And I was just not in awe, but inspired and intrigued by you. So, and Clayton is so beautiful. For those that don't know, Clayton is a slightly country area of Victoria and it's just a beautiful, beautiful place, really. What was that journey towards the persona of Amanda? What made you decide that, yes, this is the journey that I want to go on? That journey started when I was, um, gee, four or five. So it goes back a long way. Um, lots of decades in between there and now. Um, yeah, it's always been in the back of my mind. And then probably 15 or 20 years ago now, I just decided I needed to do it rather than just think about it. So, um, you know, I sort of decided that rather than just sort of up at home and be in the closet, I actually needed to be out and about, which is why we met at um, 
hairs and hyenas, I'm pretty sure. Find that um spoken word was a avenue on where you could sort of get your feelings out on it as well and spread knowledge without, you know, going out too far and sort of easing yourself into it, I guess. Any sort of um, public performance or talk or anything any one of us do um, to a group of people is pretty scary. And um, in terms of performance, for me, I think it needs to be. And for a lot of performers I've spoken to, they need to have that sort of bit of adrenaline and be a little bit afraid that this could fail um, just to sort of step over the threshold of actually putting your our words out there um, into the public arena um, to an audience um, with no prior knowledge as to how they'll respond. Um, fortunately, I think most audiences are pretty forgiving um, and the sort of amateur places that I tend to do that sort of thing are very forgiving. And especially now that I'm living in the country, a lot of us know each other. So there's a huge amount of mutual support for anyone having a go. And um, I'm, sh I'm sure that that performance stuff has helped me just in everyday life, just to go down the street and sit and have a coffee somewhere in whatever persona I choose to be in. So um, it's been a big plus. I've really enjoyed it. It's given you more confidence in everyday life and that's that's awesome. That's really great. So the stuff that you write, where does it come from? Is it more of a personal space, a spiritual space, or is it just things that you are interested in or a combination of all those things? Everything I'm writing is as a, a personal basis. Um, I I'm not a spiritual person. It hasn't happened for me just yet. So um, I'll never say never, but um, I think it's highly unlikely that that will happen in my life. The writing is primarily personal, so a lot of it's. Um, to do with um, love, um, falling in, falling out, um, all of that. Um, there's certainly some gender stuff involved um, in short stories of coming out, um, ideally with a lot of humour because it has had some very funny moments, uh, which is good. Um and there's then been a lot of influence from my reading through many and varied forms of literature and poetry. Um, music has played a big role. So, um, yeah. From my perspective, your, your performances do have a lot of humour and I think that goes along with your sassy persona and it is very much needed. But there are, what I've found with you is there is a serious underlying of everything you write, which I find myself very, very intriguing and very thought-provoking. And I guess I would think that 
That's why so many people love you and are drawn to you through intrigue and just they want to know more about you. I've got a bit of a plan taking shape and it's going to take me months and months to write it up properly. Um, but lots of photos, so that's um, going to be very helpful. And uh, it'll be a combination um, prose and poetry journal of sorts. So um, it'll be interesting to see what falls out. I'm really excited to hear about the um, the project coming up. I think I think it'll be inspiring for a lot of people and very therapeutic by the sound of it for yourself. It's a very scary thing to do. And um, we're all going to react differently to it. But I think I can't help feeling that when it's possible to move beyond that scariness, um, no matter what the creative pursuit might be, um, it just seems to me to be such a worthwhile thing to do. I know in my case it's been a really big confidence boost. So um, I can only speak highly of um, doing the, the few things that I've done. Being creative pursuit or even an interest, just being an audience participant, being being part of that support group and enjoying and, and letting words or music or whatever it might be, um, seep in to who we are is a very worthwhile thing to do. And on that, do you think your work have, has been therapeutic for you in some sense as well? It's definitely been therapeutic. I haven't thought about it specifically in those terms, but there's no doubt that it genuinely has been. So um, for that reason alone, I think it's well worth pursuing um, for any of us, um, yourself included. It, um, it's just something that uh, now that I've sort of started doing it more regularly, I think will be hopefully a part of who I am for a long time to come. Are you allowed to disclose what you'll be performing tonight? And I guess on from that, what are your hopes? Um, in pursuing that, or is there anything else in the pipeline? I think yeah, it's a nice little piece with you. It's very short. Um, I'll leave out all the preamble mm -hmm. and just give you the poem. And it's called Tint. J.M. Barry's fairy stole my heart. All was it keeps, La Dame Belle's song the sea. We met there in somewheres of my time. All beautiful. A fairy's child who looked at me as was her wont and made sweet moan as Psyche would to let warm love come in. That night long gone but not forgot where she did weep and sighed full sore and whose wild, wild eyes I softly shut with kisses sweet and sure. So easy to love, how could I not? So hard to leave, no way to stay. My new best friend, my heartbreakingly beautiful goodbye girl. How do I love thee? 
Let me count the ways. No, let's not. Too many cheers, too many tears, all for naught once more, my prize. My carnal lust, my foolish fears, my search for Camelot. You may have picked up that in not all my words, some of them are stolen and borrowed from very old, old poems. And then I've woven my own words in between them. I, I don't know what to say. That was bloody beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, whenever I hear you perform, just on a personal note, it's so, for me, I don't know what it is, but I, it always touches me. And yeah, I hope everyone listening is as moved by that as I was. Thank you so much for sharing. That was amazing. Final question. That actually, actually before I go to my last question, that actually inspires me to pick up a bloody pen and start writing again. And it always does every time you perform. So thank you. What is your favourite drink and your favourite way to relax? My favourite drink in the mornings is a pot of chai at um, one of my favourite little cafes in Trentham, um, which is a very enjoyable way to while an hour away. And while I'm doing that, I'm always reading and scribbling. And that's probably one of my favourite things to do. Um, in the afternoon, um, uh, yesterday, I was lucky enough to share a bottle of wine with some beautiful friends who then invited me to dinner and we chatted until 11 o'clock last night. And that is simply joy to have conversation, to have friends that are so easy and seamless to be with. I just find, um, particularly since moving to the country, that that has been um, a godsend for want of a better term, um, and is no doubt the reason I will hopefully be staying here for a very long time to come. So, um, yeah, a supper in the morning, um, oh, and a, a, a beer or um, a glass of wine in the evening, afternoon, um, is a pretty cool way to um, pass the time, along with reading and writing. Thanks so much, Mel. Love, love. No, no, thank you. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been an honour. Thanks for joining us today, guys. And I look forward to bringing you the next... Margarita Sessions. <laughs>